This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Stogg and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Yes, hello, welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I, as as is true every single week for many years, I'm Les Jackson, the other guy about to show up. It's Fred Staub. We are your hosts you can count on every week to give you what's going on in the auto industry, uh, what we've been testing, what we've uh what the trends are of course uh we are the poster boys for active lifestyle (laughs) i carry and i carry my uh kayak with me wherever i go uh, mine is leaning right against the door yeah uh right right next to the water skis (laughs) and uh, the parachute and the parachute (laughs) (laughs) and the bungee cord and and the and the bottle of Advil, uh, which we'll take. But anyway, we have a lot of cool stuff this sure hour. Uh, starting with something you mentioned already, GM uh, has come up with a new way for consumers to buy used cars and trucks. They call it Car Bravo. We'll tell you how it works. Yeah, it's uh, it's become a bit of a profit area because new prices are way mm-hmm. up. We're also going to talk about the Hyundai HRV. We've got a little bit of a teaser. Active lifestyle buyers, this is your blue light special. We'll talk about that. We'll talk what we'd like yeah. to see in the new HRV. And then Very you have cool. a piece about the average transaction price of new vehicles, right? It keeps it keeps going up at a faster rate than it ever has in yeah. the past. Um, and we're going to tell you what it is. You're you're not going to like it, <laughs> uh, but you know that's the way it is. And the other thing that's going on is is Rolls Royce is selling so many vehicles that they can't keep up. <laughs> Where uh, is the money coming from, Les Jackson? Man, man. We will uh, talk about that. And uh, also, uh, we'll have an edition of As the Tesla Turns. Mm. Yes, <laughs> the Cybertruck is delayed once again, Les Jackson. I keep saying it ain't going to happen. And uh, a hacker, 19-year-old hacker, says he's hacked into 25 Teslas. Plus, uh, we'll look at how the aftermarket is fixing something that never should have been broke uh, by the folks at Tesla, but it is broke. There so you go. We'll talk and about uh, over over at Consumer Reports, they've uh, given us uh, a list of the 10 least satisfying cars. <laughs> That's what I always go for when I buy something. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best, the least. So we'll have that and at the wheel review of a very cool Lexus, the IS 350 F Sports. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. So stay tuned.
Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Well, we've got a lot to get to, and we're starting with something called Car Bravo, Les Jackson. You remember, I, I when I, I saw this, I thought of OK Used Cars. Remember that? That was the brand um, of... of GM Absolutely, cars, right? If you we... saw the, uh, the the kind of the little uh, neon banner at the Chevy dealer. Okay, used cars. Yeah, yeah. Those that... are probably very collectible. I would imagine that sounds like something uh, you would find with American Pickers. They would yeah. like something yeah. like that. Well, um, they probably wouldn't be finding any Car Bravo signs yet. But this is a new uh, idea announced by GM this week where customers can shop online at the GM dealership or a combination of both uh, at the dealership or online. Wide selection of inventory, including non-GM makes and models. Benefits, support, and service throughout the ownership experience. And the idea is Car Bravo will give customers more choice and access to shop significantly expanded inventories at both the dealer and a national central stock of GM used vehicles, and this will also well, be in. Uh, this will also involve non-GM vehicles. This um, is similar uh, in business concept to Carvana, mm -hmm. and a couple of these other nationwide uh, used car things, where you <clears throat> you go on uh, the platform and you're looking for whatever. Uh, 2018 Optima um, and it'll list everything that's available uh, and where they are around the country and the price um, and uh, I assume that the uh, Car Bravo will have kind of the same features which is you can own it for up to seven days and return it mm. well um we want to find more but, out more about this. We'll be talking to some folks from GM about it, but uh, it is a, what they're saying, it will offer a seamless customer experience, a new digital retail platform, uh, all car pro vehicles, car Bravo uh, vehicles are inspected and reconditioned to meet standards set by GM. They receive uh, guaranteed online offers from industry standard black book to buy their vehicles if they want. Uh, and uh, they have standard warranty coverage on all vehicles, extensive nationwide network of dealerships for service and maintenance. And uh, ownership benefits that include roadside service, courtesy transportation, OnStar, and Sirius XM trials on hmm. eligible vehicles. Pretty cool stuff, right? Well, yeah, uh, and you know, you, I can't imagine that other manufacturers like Ford, Toyota, and um, wouldn't be doing the same thing. Shortly, um, why not? Why not make it nationwide? They're going to have at at home test drives and home deliveries at available at participating dealers. That's pretty good news, right? That's pretty good. So uh, it. It's it's a big program being rolled out by GM. Kind of exciting. Kind of exciting. We'll learn more about it too, uh, in uh, in on next week's show. Now, uh, this is a a teaser. Honda is teaching the new HRV, 
Uh, of course, that is their small, their compact crossover. Uh, and it's going to grow a little bit bigger. It's designed for the U.S. market. One thing I think this needs, and I think almost universally people are chiming in about this, is it needs more power. I have a neighbor that has one, and she says it just does not have enough power to get onto mm. the uh, highway and that. And uh, people drive on throttle all the time around here. They do not give you a break if you're pulling out. They do not slow down. You have to you have to smash it wide open to get ahead of them. It's the only way to do it. Um, and I think it needs more power. I think it needs an updated interior, but it has to keep some of the cuteness and funkiness of the rear folding magic seat and other features like that to keep it unique. But it is getting bigger, and it is designed for the U.S. market. So all we have are some teaser photos right now, but I'm sure we will have more information on that in the not-too-distant future. Have you driven an I HRV in a while? I think it'll look... Uh, I haven't been in an HRV in a while. I think that the new one is going to look just like that. Because um, you see it's got door handles and, and mirrors. Yep. Um, and, a, and a surfboard. <laughs> and a surfboard or, or of course, the universal symbol of active lifestyler, the kayak. So The kayak. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about the average transaction price of a new vehicle. And, wow, it's a lot. And a lot yeah. of people are buying <laughs> Rolls Royces, Les Jackson. So we'll, we'll figure out what's going on there. Stay tuned to Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. Well, everybody, sit down. I, I am sitting down. Uh, grit your teeth and get ready for sticker shock because new car prices on average hit yet another record high in December of $47,077. Wow. That's the average transaction price around the country of, what, of an average vehicle. What was it this time last year? It was a lot less. A lot less. It was 10 grand it was, less. It was 10 grand less. It was 36 to 37,000. Okay. What's doing now? It, some of this, some of this is due to the chip shortage and the added dealer markup. <laughs> uh, you, you can't just go in and you can't negotiate. Um, you can't go in even and get them for MSRP. They're adding two, three, four, and in one case here in DC, sixty thousand dollars no to the MSRP. Take that car and. You can fill it in. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, that there's that. Um, and uh, I guess also people are buying a lot of luxurious vehicles, well-equipped trucks and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned that there's one dealer not too far from you that decided not to do the uh, market adjustment pricing and and you know, just kind of sells it for MSRP. No dealing, but you know what? So you spend a few thousand 
uh, you know, you don't get that few thousand off that you maybe could have dealt another, uh, you know, time in the past, but you don't pay pay four thousand dollars over, right? That's right. So it's worth the trip to drive, you know, a couple hundred miles to Southern Virginia, uh, and if you need something, wow, you know, at least it's just a tank of gas instead of yeah. Instead of the price of a, you know, of what would have been a cheap used car five or six years yeah. ago. And you call ahead and say, hey, I want it. You yeah. know, I know what it is. I want it. it. What's the price? Here's my deposit. I'll be down to pick it up. Uh, yeah. That's right. There was a story I read online about, uh, you know, one of the hottest vehicles is the Ford Bronco, the full-size Bronco. Bronco Sports, mm -hmm. very popular too, but... Uh, the full-size Bronco, hard to come by. And uh, one lady put in an order for one uh, in a certain color gray with the Sasquatch tires, the big tires. And the dealer was like, uh, oh, you know, that's ten, fifteen thousand 15000 over. She never, she just didn't follow through with it. Finds at a local dealership the exact vehicle she wants. She says, hey, I'm interested in that. And they said, uh, great, we'll sell it for MSRP. Somebody ordered it, special ordered it, couldn't afford it. Uh, so hmm. you can have it at MSRP. That's pretty cool, isn't it? She just lucked out. That's pretty good. She said, hold it for me. Here's my credit card. I'm coming down. And she picked it up. Yeah. Uh, these are the strangest times. Yeah. In car buying. Yeah. I, I. You have to warn people because they will be dumbfounded if they walk into their dealer at the pricing the lack of inventory uh yep. just this week too you got to remember and i think this is something that we will be seeing uh when these cars come up for sale in years to come a number of chevy models are being built without things like uh rear parking alert rear park assist the thing that the sensors in the bumper that go That's beep right. and tell you yeah Camaro, no more. They're not going to have it. Uh, it was standard equipment. Trailblazer, not going to have it. Tahoe and Suburban, not going to have it. In the case of the Camaro, uh, Tahoe, and Suburban, these vehicles need it, especially the Camaro. You can't see anything out of the Camaro. You might, <laughs> might as well be driving around with a night mask on yeah. when you yeah. drive a Camaro. Um, and, you know, down the line, these cars are going to be sold, and they'll be like, where is this? You know, well, it never had it. And there's no no thoughts on whether this will be able to be added in the future. You know, I wonder if the aftermarket will, you know, will respond to that. I mean, let's face it. The wiring is there for it's all there. The sensors, there's probably the holes are in the bumper. I bet they even put the sensors in. But uh, things like uh, heated seats have gone by the by all kinds of things that you would really want in a vehicle. And these vehicles will be forever be the one where, yeah, that vehicle comes with heated seats and you get it and it doesn't have heated seats, right? That's that's right. Yeah, this is one of the ones that didn't get the CB radio. <laughs> yeah. I always love that when you see one of these shows where like, hey, we've found oh, yeah. this car and has the factory CB it. radio. Remember, they put factory <laughs> CB radios into cars. Yep. That yeah. was a big deal. It, hey, in good the late buddy. 70s. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's another trend. Uh, uh, there you have it. Your your uh, champagne is chilling, Les Jackson. 
uh, there is a trend of people buying Rolls Royces. More sales than ever before in the history of the brand. Sales compared to 2020 uh, in 2021 were up, were up 49%. Mm. The cheapest model is the Ghost at over $300,000. Well, you know, <laughs> where is all this money coming from? That's what I want to say. I, I just wonder, I just wonder if some people are <clears throat> going over, overreaching extremely out on a limb. Um, yeah, I, actually, it'd be worth uh, interviewing some people that are buying these. Yeah. But- just see if they're, if they're wealthy, like normal, or if they're just kind of always doing doing well and just pushing the limits of credit, they always wanted a Rolls Royce, so it's either that or a house. I'll <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll live in a basement apartment and uh, buy a Rolls Royce. Yeah, and drive my Rolls Royce to Walgreens. Uh, I like Walgreens. It, into I do too, but you know that's that's a big parking lot with all the everybody else's cars there. Where are you going to park it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. Over at Bentley, they reveal their hybrid, their first model hybrid, which is uh, kind of cool. Uh, very cool looking vehicle. Nice hybrid badging yeah. on it. Uh, and it's a big deal for that brand. But as I said. I think we're going to see more and more virtually every gas-powered vehicle will be a hybrid. Um, and uh, Bentley revealed theirs this week in the lovely purple metallic. It's always interesting. If people that buy a, a very high-end luxury car in a unique color, I don't know whether I'd go with the purple. Well, they, that car. they want to be seen. They want to be seen. That's true. If you get it in a very formal... Uh, uh, gray or black you or or white even you you'll kind of disappear if you get in purple everyone by the way i found out how much the umbrella costs in the door of the uh, roses and bentley's yes seventeen hundred dollars what how is that that's probably finally the umbrella that won't unfold backwards when when it's in the rain right I'm sure it's a good umbrella. How do you, how would you but, like that? You go to a restaurant, you take that out, and you leave it behind. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. And a you good have one. to replace it. Yeah. Do you go get the four ninety five one from uh, from uh, somewhere <laughs> and uh, you know Dollar General yeah. and throw it in there? <laughs> <laughs> or the paper one from the drinks at the local tiki bar? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's, but seventeen hundred dollars uh, wow. if you have to replace that umbrella. That's a lot. A lot of chips. A lot of a lot of cost for an umbrella. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that that is uh, pretty unique stuff. Hey, we've got a lot more to come on uh, cruise control, including as the Tesla turns, the Cybertruck is going to be delayed mm-hmm. once again. Les Jackson. he's speechless and we'll tell you about how the aftermarket is fixing something that should never have been broken on Tesla's plus I'll have an at the wheel review and we'll run down the least satisfying cars and trucks stay tuned to cruise control I'm Fred Saab he's Les Jackson 
We will be right back. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson with you, bringing you the latest automotive doings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Les, get ready, because it's time. You know what's coming up? Oh, boy. As the Tesla turns. Do, 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 do. When last we were... <laughs> yes. We were on the Tesla bandwagon. Well, it is the soap opera we call Tesla, and there's always plenty mm-hmm. of Tesla stories. So we kind of bring them all into something called As the Tesla Turns. This week, it was announced, uh, and not that long ago, that the uh, Cybertruck that has been discussed very often. Uh, it was supposed to commence in late 2021, the construction of it. Now it's pushed out to 2022. Uh, and uh, we don't know what that means, <laughs> when it will happen. And in the meantime, the market is flooding with yes. electric pickup trucks. We've electric got pickups. Silverado EV. We've got the, the Ford F-150. Lightning. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, uh, entrance from Rivian. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, what's going to happen is this vehicle will just be outdated before it comes out. Isn't that true? Well, I, I think it already is outdated. Yeah. Um, not to mention outlandish. <laughs> it is outlandish. It does uh, look I, like I, you took a piece of sheet metal it, and bent it yeah. over your knee and formed the body, right? It it looks like I designed it. <laughs> you, like, with, you know, from an origami book. Yeah, but I didn't didn't follow the instructions. You got a big piece of sheet metal. You took some two mm-hmm. by fours and bent it over that to make the breaks right. in the body. It's really hideous looking. It's hideous. But as time goes on, there are so many options and better better options and real vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to have the uh, Silverado EV or the Lightning over that? Right. EV is a little bit more futuristic, I think, than the Lightning. Uh, but, you know, both are real vehicles. They will be built. Uh, and by the way, Ford, uh, on, have you seen the Ford is now a $100 billion company? Their stock is trading at the highest numbers. Yeah. And Isn't that amazing? That's, they say, due to the Ford Lightning and the uh, Mach-E. So, anyway, let's get back to as the Tesla turns. There is a 19-year-old hacker who has taken control, or he says he's taken control of, 19, of 25 Teslas. He's 19. He took control of 25 Teslas. He's a young hacker from Germany. Uh, and it, it's Tesla's Model 3, Y, S, or X. He says uh, his name is David Colombo. No relation to uh, <laughs> Inspector Colombo. He's no. a 19-year-old IT security specialist. And he's doing it as sort of a white hat, white hat hacker, where that means, hey, I'm just showing you what could happen. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm just doing, I'm just showing you what could happen. Uh, and he says he can't control 
you know, drive the car, but he can turn the radio up to full volume, open the doors and windows at highway speeds, or flash the lights. That's great. Or he can probably do more, but he won't. Yes. Um, well, he's exposed these vulnerabilities in the software. Yep. Uh, just like hackers expose vulnerabilities in Windows and yep. uh, the uh, Android phones. Um, so I guess the big question is, what is Tesla going to do about it? I think they're uh, looking. What are, how are they going to fix it? They're looking into it. <laughs> Our security people are looking into it. And then, of course, um, you know, the Model S, they decided to make a yoke steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that no one knows why uh <laughs> no real reason no real demand for it but that's the only steering wheel you can get from the factory although we do know they drove a plaid performance model of it around the nurburgring with a regular steering wheel probably because the driver didn't want to break his wrists but never mind the aftermarket has stepped up and they will give you a replacement steering wheel that is uh, sort of rectangular, sort of like the one in the kind of, Corv- yeah, Corvette. Kind of trapezoidal. It's called T-Sport Fine. And uh, you send in your steering wheel as a core, and they give you a, well, they don't give you. They sell you a new one for about $2,500, depending on what That's- you get. Uh, a, a new steering wheel, and uh, it is a full steering wheel. It has the full rim around it. Um, interesting. Uh, I, I thought they should put one of those uh, six-inch dune buggy metallic with the metallic <laughs> blue. Oh, those little, <laughs> yeah. Those little. What do, you think, what do you think of that? That would look cool in there, wouldn't it? I think it'd be kind of funny. Well, it, uh, it would look cool, but... <laughs> You need an adapter kit to put that on the steering shaft, yeah. I think. Adapter. Well, or uh, gorilla bars from a motorcycle. Yeah, that, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, Why not, you know, just put a steering wheel in it? Yeah, it's dumb. Come yeah. on, Elon. It's dumb. Even he didn't know the reason for doing it. There's no, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's as the Tesla turns for cruise control this week. Uh, let's do this uh, next story. It uh, comes from Consumer Reports, and they have <laughs> listed the 10 least satisfying cars to own. <laughs> right? So we, yeah, we... Now, now let's, let's be clear. They're not saying that they're bad cars. No, I actually like some of these cars. I mean, yeah, and some of here. them have weird features that you may may not like but they're not the worst cars in the world they're no. the ones that people bought and they were least satisfied with according to consumer reports in the group that they studied and that people would never buy them again if they had to do it over again number and 10 these are the kinds of cars that people will turn in early because they just don't like them could be a, a good used car actually if when you think of yeah. it that way kia forte nothing wrong with it Perfectly look good looking sedan. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, uh, got modest upgrades. The GT line is kind of fun. Uh, but uh, 
you know, people would they not buy it again? I've driven them. I think they're fine. I mean, I is it the most exciting too. thing to drive in the world? No. But is it a good, reliable car? And if you could get one used, low mileage, yeah, it'd be great. It's it's like it's like uh, Rocky Road ice cream. It's it's good, not great. But it's good. <laughs> All right, the next one up is from Cadillac, and that is the XT4. That is their small crossover. I don't I, like it. I, I didn't like this. I'll tell you why I didn't like it, because small interior room, really bad rear leg room, really <sighs> yeah. off uh, compared to some of the other vehicles that are offered. Uh, and it's, the interior is just I not agree. up to snuff. You know? I agree. It's just It's just disappointing. Disappointing for the money. Not not a good buy for the money. Yeah. Once again, not a terrible vehicle. Next up, no. Jeep Renegade. Cute little vehicle. I went to the launch of this vehicle. Uh, I, th I think it's a cute little vehicle. Uh, but uh, they just say it's kind of like a Jeep with a, a Fiat with a Jeep badge on it. I agree uh, that it's it's perfectly good, capable, it's, but it's not particularly attractive it has a pretty bad ride yeah it's a little stubby uh, and it's a little noisy inside next up the jeep compass which i quite like but it has one Good. major problem it's nine speed automatic they never got it dialed in you know? no but i like it i like it as a it know, looks a nice yeah you can get the uh um uh, more trail-ready version of it, Trailhawk. Uh, it's not a bad-looking vehicle. It looks like a small uh, Grand Cherokee. Next up in the list of uh, uh, least satisfying cars, uh, we have a Infinity, and that is the QX50. Uh, just They just said it was not a satisfying car. Uh, not much difference in the 2022 model from the 2021 model and uh... no um I, I it's a fine car i love their interiors uh jumping ahead a little bit uh the nissan rogue sport they say it just lags behind the rogue now it didn't get a lot of the refinement of the other ones uh and uh you know still i think that's a good buy next up too is uh, the q50 from uh, the folks at Infinity. Yep. Once again, good car, but uh, just not that exciting. We'll have the top three least satisfying cars when we come back on Cruise Control, plus an at-the-wheel review of Alexis. Stay tuned. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. We were going down the Consumer Reports list of the 10 least satisfying vehicles <laughs> thank you that was left. not satisfying <laughs> <laughs> that's right so uh in the in the uh the la the number three uh is chevy tracks now again not a bad vehicle but it's just kind of strange looking homely little jelly bean that's what they call it homely little jelly bean just uninteresting and number two is a strange vehicle. Uh, they, it's, they call it kind of a placeholder in the Ford lineup. Uh, EcoSport, built in India, but sold in the U.S. 
I've driven it. I, when I was in there, none of the controls looked similar to anything I've seen on a Ford vehicle. Typically, things like window buttons and that look similar. It's got that exposed rear tire under a cover. That's always a, a great mm -hmm. look if you want to harken back to the 70s. <laughs> uh, yep. Just really a, a real stretch to sell this car in America, I have to say. But once again, better than walking, right? That's exactly right. And uh, the, the, the last and certainly least <laughs> is, the, is the Toyota CHR. And again, it's a good vehicle, but, but it's just, it's overclad. The, the uh, rear door busy, comes yeah, up to all the, of the roof. Gadgets and gigaws. Yeah. Uh, it's just not appealing. Only 29% of buyers of that vehicle would buy another one hey that's great there you go, there you go. <laughs> one and done one and done <laughs> so uh let's move on to an at the wheel review shall we we have a uh, very cool vehicle the uh, lexus uh, is 350 s sport and um it is uh, quite the vehicle i have to say i you know what ours came with these black bbs wheels PBS branded wheels, and I think it really set it off. This had a classic color combination. Let's you can't go wrong with this. If you're buying a Corvette or a sedan, it's always good. The outside was iridium, which is actually a metallic silver, and the mm -hmm. inside was circuit red, bright red, really, really gorgeous on the inside. By the way, I like the rear view mirrors. I could really see well out of these things. I thought they were nicely stand. Hold your eyes because there it is. The circuit red interior. Gorgeous red leather. A lot going Pretty. on on the inside though. A lot of there's open pore wood. There's like a, a, a smooth silver. There's perforated leather. There's a, a matte plastic material. There's piano black. I mean the designer's must have used every kind of combination of texture in this interior that you could think of. Maybe a little too much, actually. But uh, I still think the red is always a dramatic choice. Outback uh, legroom, not that great on the IS350 F4. Sure. Uh, no uh, heated seats in the back or even USB ports, just air conditioning vents. Not a lot of legroom back there. And the mm. fact that you pay the price of style that C pillar comes down pretty low. So you better watch your head when you're getting into the vehicle. Nice trunk in the back for a sporty sedan. And yes, there is a space saver tire. I always say, check what you got under the hood, 311 horsepower V six nicely packaged by the folks at Lexus. They always like to clad up that engine and you really don't see much of the engine when it comes to any Lexus these days, it's nicely covered. Uh, aggressive styling, lots of origami bodywork going on. Uh, the uh, had a carbon fiber package, a really attractive carbon fiber deck lid spoiler. I like that a lot. Classic cues from uh, the folks at Lexus. Uh, of course, the fish mouth grill, the, the taillights you see across the board. Uh, great vehicle to drive on the road, firmly planted. Uh, even in the sport mode, though, it wasn't difficult. Uh, uh, even with some of the tore-up roads we experienced in New York, it was not a bad riding vehicle. Classic front end, fish mouth 
front end. This is a BMW 3 fighter for sure. It's got uh, that 311 horsepower V6 to work on those BMWs. Uh, the starting MSRP is $39,000. <laughs> and then it goes up from there because, as tested, our price was $55,000. Uh, slightly over $55,000. and dollars uh, Including, uh, we had the intuitive parking assist with auto braking, rear pedestrian detection, panoramic view monitor. F-Sport Dynamic Handling Package. I like this one less. It was worth the $4,200. 19-inch matte black BBS wheels. Drive wheel, uh, drive mode selector with Sport and Sport Plus and custom mode. Adaptive variable suspension. Torsen limited slip rear diff. Uh, Ash heat wood trim steering wheel. That was that open pour stuff that we said. And interior trim. Smart access key, carbon fiber rear spoiler, $1,250, but mm. it looks cool. Navigation with Mark Levinson Sound, $2,750. Navigation, three-year trial included. Remember, navigation now on uh, Toyota and Lexus vehicles is a subscription. You're not going to get it for the life of the car unless you pay for it. So that's something to keep in mind for all uh, Toyota and Lexus buyers. Uh, of course, though, this did have the up upgraded infotainment. Finally, Android Auto connectivity and Apple uh, CarPlay connectivity. Still going with the uh, touchpad, uh, finger touchpad, which is a bit finicky. I'm not a fan of that, but it did have uh, the touchscreen as well. So making the transition there, Lexus, to be similar to some of the other uh, vehicles. Eight-speed automatic transmission. Pleasure to drive on the road for sure. Uh, aggressive looks, but not over-the-top aggressive looks. I have to say, did I mention I like that $1,200 spoiler? It was a cool-looking spoiler. Um, uh, lip spoiler in true, uh, in true carbon fiber. Premium paint, 425 upcharge on that. As I said, uh, it is $54,025. Delivery uh, is $1,025. $55.50 is the price. Highway, not too bad for a performance car. 28 on the highway. Uh, tw 20 city. 23 is the uh, combined city highway. Um, you know, I think you just can't go wrong, Les, with a red interior and no, a silver can't. that is a classic combo it's, it, a, it's a great combo it says something about you if you are bold enough to order a red interior because it is yeah. bright uh all the trim panels down to the floor are bright red i mean it really pops um and i you know if you're bold enough to order it i i think it it stands out how it weathers well, that's another thing. They can fade out over time. But I've seen many a Corvette in that combination, and it's just a classic, isn't it? That mm -hmm. that yeah, it with white great. with red, that's that's a classic, too. I've had uh, two white with red interior cars over the years, my own. Yeah, classy, classy, classy look, you know. Uh, F-Sport, of course, is uh, uh, brings in a lot of things like... Um, like a uh, 10-way driver seat. Uh, it brings in um, an eight-way passenger seat with uh, heavy bolstering, front heated and ventilated power seats, 
19-inch staggered with alloy wheels with dark metallic finish, a black geometric film interior trim. Like I say, a lot going on in the interior. I think there was like six different textures and colors going on in the interior. Uh, the F-Sport exterior styling, and you get a rear spoiler, which I think is typically the painted body color, but ours, we popped for that carbon fiber. There you have it, the IS350 Lexus F-Sport, an at-the-wheel review for you. We hope you uh, keep listening and watching Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye.